0: Let's be real, sometimes you just don't feel like showing up online. It's like your humanity is getting in the way of you having a thriving business. If you were less human, you'd show up all the time and your business would do better, right? So why do we have to have feelings? (laughs) And what is the right way to handle it when your emotions take front and center and prevent you from showing up the way that your audience deserves? That's what we're gonna be talking about today. Hi, my name is Ina Coveney. I am a business coach and I specialize in monetizing tiny audiences. And I'm also the host of the Global Phenomenon Podcast where I interview the top coaches in the world about their true startup story. And today is a solo episode with do this every other week, where I tell you about something that is going on right now, something that may be going on in your business to help you thrive, despite all the craziness that may be happening in your life, or despite all the setbacks that usually happen in a a coaching business. Now, first, I want to tackle the question, should you show up if you don't feel like it, like what is the right answer here? Secondly, I really want to talk about the topic of vulnerability, because I am sure you've heard you have to be vulnerable with your audience in order to be relatable. But should you be airing your dirty laundry everywhere? Is that what that means? And if you choose not to, does that make you less relatable? Let's talk about that. And thirdly, if you're going through it right now, I totally hear you and I'm going to tell you what to do about it next. All right, first, let's talk about this should you be showing up if you don't feel like it situation. I'm going to I'm going to tell you what the right answer is, but it doesn't mean that it has to be the right answer for you. Okay? This is like my my business coach self speaking to you, telling you, "Hey, If you are feeling all the feelings right now, the right answer for your business, for your audience, and what is going to benefit your audience the most is that you should definitely be showing up and delivering value no matter how you feel. There, I said it. Whatever way that needs to happen through outsourcing, through better planning of your content, through something else... If your goal is to get your business to be consistent and profitable, then yes, you have to show up consistently and profitably. Now, let me tell you why my human side is flipping the bird to the statement that I just said right now. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm, seriously right now. I am flipping the bird to that statement It's like, screw you because I am going through a lot of stuff right now. And if I don't feel like showing up, I'm just not gonna. So let me tell you what happened to me over the past two weeks. It all started with my us having a death in the family. Um, if you saw it on, on my stories, thank you so much for all the love. I received so much outpouring of support. Um, it was my brother-in-law's grandmother. And now I I know that it sounds like a little bit removed, but the truth is that this woman just, she just shined, shined, shone a really bright light. Um, She was the first person to get up and dance with you. She would pinch your cheeks until they hurt and tell you how much she loves you. And she was just such a wonderful woman. And yeah, I do have my fair share of regrets of not having been able to talk to her before she passed. Not not being there. Not not going to see her more than more than I did, right? So I was dealing with all of that. In addition to all the emotions that happen, whenever anything life changing happens inside a family unit, um, I was also dealing with just family dynamics. Family dynamics that I I don't care to air out here um, for consideration and compassion and understanding of everybody else involved. I can just tell you that some family dynamics were making me very stressed. Um, and when I say very stressed, I mean it wasn't just, oh, that that you know that makes me feel a certain. It was all-consuming. The funeral was on a Friday, and I spent seriously all day Friday saturday sunday monday obsessing over this obsessing over the fact that uh, there were things going on that i that i didn't like and i was still trying to get over so um lucky for me that all that stuff was happening on a week that I didn't really have any meetings, right? Uh, this was the end of my launch, I was doing something else, uh, but I didn't set up many meetings and then I had a one-on-one consult, which, by the way, they're available to you at any time. I do have an hourly sessions so that you can purchase to to be with me to go through your business plan, to go through your offer, to go through your next launch, to walk through your emails, through your slides for your masterclass to make sure they are as engaging and profitable as possible. Um, I am available. I'm available like that. So those are my consult hours. If you go to my website and go to theglobalphenomenon.com/slash coaching, you will find all the different options to work with me. I have that, one, that one-on-one that one one hour, I have VIP days, and I love that container uh, to just be able to talk directly with my clients and help them exactly with what they need. So I was having one of those consult hours with an incredible coach, her name is Elisa Smith, and... <laughs> we were talking about her next offer and how she was going to market it uh what was going to be the masterclass topic and we broke everything down and we got a lot done in that in that hour and something happened that doesn't happen very often but when it does it's it's incredible that the marketing that we were putting together started to really speak to me i mean I was actually crying during our session because everything that she teaches was reaching me in a really deep, deep level. Um, And it was about triggers, about how when something triggers you, and you are unable to get out of that funk for a long period of time like it was with me like it had been days since the trigger had happened and i still didn't feel like i could show up fully in my business to my audience to everybody on instagram i i really felt like i needed i needed help and the more we talked about how to market that and how to make people understand how important this topic is and how triggers really have a, the power to bring down your mood and your business for days. And like, this is something that I feel like I need to fix. So at the end of our session together, I asked Elisa, who is a trauma-informed life strategist. I asked her, can I please buy an hour with you? And she's like, of course. Um, And so we did, I bought an hour with her for like the next day in the evening. Um, so this was Tuesday, we were talking, we we put together her marketing plan, and what her the structure of her offer was going to be. We did all of that, and it was so powerful that I ended up buying into it. I ended up going like, I feel like this is something I really need. So we scheduled our meeting, and at the same time, I'm still not feeling like showing up, not feeling like showing up. And then suddenly, on Wednesday morning, this stuff hit the fan because I discovered at 8 a.m. on Wednesday morning, August 9th, that my Facebook account had been hacked into. I lost control of my Facebook account. I was freaking out, but not for the reasons that you might think. If I were to lose that Facebook account, I don't lose my business. I have a solid mailing list. I have a solid following on Instagram. I don't I don't need it. Even if I lost my Instagram account, I'd be like, oh man, like that's a super bummer, but it doesn't stop my business. I, you know, I I can tell you I did not cry over it. Cause there was no emotional attachment to it, right? My business will continue. And I wish this for everybody who's listening to the sound of my voice right now. Do not become so attached to your social media profiles, to your YouTube channel, that if one day you lose it, you lose everything. You lose your will to continue your business. You gotta put some safety measures in place. So anyway, I had I had put safety measures in place. Um, this is uh, just to give you one example of a safety measure that I put in place in case this happened. A long time ago, someone tried to use one of my many email addresses to create a Facebook account. So I got an email from Facebook saying, hey, thank you for creating your account. I'm like, well, that wasn't me. So I immediately went into the account, I reset the password, and I took it over. And (laughs) that account, it has a long name, which I believe, and it sounds like a very Filipino name. Um, So I have a Filipino name Facebook account and I've had it for a very long time. I don't use it for anything but I changed the cover. I changed the picture. I didn't friend anybody. I think I'm the only friend that that account has but I thought it was wise to make that account be manager of my Facebook page and be manager of my Facebook groups in addition to me being manager in case I ever lose access to my core Facebook account, at least my fake account has the same access. So that's how I've been able to continue using my Facebook groups. I'm not locked out of my Facebook groups. Um, That's how I still have access to my Facebook page, which apparently the hackers have not taken over and invaded. Um, I did change my my Ina Kovani Facebook page profile picture and cover and username. I changed all of that just in case it does get taken over. All I would lose is really you know, there will be a page out there called Dina Coveney, but it's going to have a, a black, you know, profile picture. So it will be easier to identify if I create a new one. So anyway, I I went through a big turmoil internally, not because of all these reasons, not because I would lose my business or lose my contacts. I really wouldn't. Uh, my relationships are a lot deeper than just a follow on Instagram or, or a follow on Facebook. Um, it was mostly because the hackers immediately started running ads on my account. And I checked my credit card, and in fact, there was a charge for $500 for ads. And I talked to my bank, They closed down that account. They issued a a new card. They removed it from the wallet that they used so that Facebook would never find out if I got a new account number. Um, So all of that was taken care of. I talked to the fraud department. I'm going to get my money back. Not a problem there. It was mostly about feeling, you know, I had been invaded. It feeling like, Now I didn't have control over something that is mine, that they would be out there creating ads that I couldn't get back in. And on top of all of it, I couldn't even re-identify myself with Facebook because I had used that feature so many times in the past hour that it locked me out of that feature. I couldn't even give Facebook my ID to verify that it was me. Um, At one point, I did get access back and then the hackers took it back over. And I have no idea how they were doing this. I had two-factor authentication on with my phone. I never received an SMS message. Anyway, it was just like, how could this happen to me? I'm like the most secure person you'll ever meet. Um, So I still had no clue how all of this happened. And that was very disconcerting to me. And it really threw me off. It threw me off my game entirely. I went live on Instagram to try to get some normalcy back. Um, Eventually, I did create a new Facebook account. It took me a few days to really get around to that idea. But I created a new Facebook account. And I've already started to get people um, following it. I've started to create content using it. Um, Actually, having a brand new Facebook account is kind of liberating in a way because I've always thought that the, I never nurtured a coaching audience on Facebook and now this is my time to really start over so I love starting over on things so this is a kind of like a good thing I, even if I get my old account back I don't know that I would want to continue to use it so we'll see we'll see what happens with that I, I haven't given up on getting it back but I'm in a much better place but I was not last Wednesday um, so all of the emotional turmoil with the family dynamics plus this Facebook situation. I just have to say that my meeting with Elisa couldn't have come at a better time. And if you have never met Elisa, if you if you have no idea who she is, You need to at least start to follow her because she's about to do this launch of something that has to do with triggers. And I'm going to tell you, when we came up with the name of her masterclass and the tagline for her masterclass, I was I I got choked up just I couldn't even get through the tagline because it it. I related to those feelings so much of letting triggers get in the way of my big vision of my dreams and stuff that it seems like I should have full control over this and I don't and I really needed help to battle it and that session with Elisa taught me some tools that I had no idea existed she gave me some reframes that I that I needed at the time I always thought that you know after going through over 20 years of therapy, that I was on my own, that I needed to figure out my own feelings. And she made it very obvious that being in a safe community, being surrounded by people who make you feel safe, is extremely important to your healing process. So I want to tell you, if this is something you're going through, I want you to know that we are here for you. Inside the Coaches Helping Coaches Facebook group, there is no judgment there is no bullying allowed. There's only support. So if you have not yet, come on over to our Facebook group and talk to us about what you're going through because that's what we're there for. You can get there by going to theglobalphenomenon.com Facebook or clicking on the link in the show notes. So when I tell you that I didn't feel like showing up, I'm telling you that I mean it that I meant it. I, I didn't show up a lot on stories the, the way that I normally do. I was taken down. I was completely taken down. Um, oh, and I didn't say this earlier, but if you haven't, <laughs> I, I didn't say this, I'm gonna put it in the show notes. If you would like to follow Elisa Smith, just go to Instagram and look up your best moment is now. No underscores, no periods, no dashes, just everything one word, your best moment is now. And that's how you find the wonderful, amazing coach Lisa Smith in on Instagram. So anyway, that's where the clash between your humanity, your human self, your emotional self, and your business happens. Because if your business was you know, it had a team of 10 people that are all working at, you know, working on the next launch, working on your content, and things were happening without your intervention, then your business would just continue regardless of how you feel today or how you feel this week. If you look at how some of the biggest brands in coaching do it, that's exactly what happens. If you look at Marie Forleo, Brock Johnson, Amy Porterfield, what do they do? Do you ever know if they're having a bad day? Do they stop posting because they had a bad day? No, their businesses continue because they have a very clear mission of what their people need. And what their people need is not for them to go and stop posting for a week because they feel a certain way. But here's the thing, your business is probably not set up the way theirs is. The question is, should it? Well, maybe, (laughs) maybe it should. Maybe we all need to hire a virtual assistant, a social media manager, who are going to keep our message going regardless of how we feel. But chances are that your business is not set up that way right now. Even I I have a virtual assistant, and even I don't have a business that is set up that way. I am my business. What I go through is my business. So what is important here is that you feel free to express yourself and to be honest with your warm audience, and I'm, I'm saying that very carefully, to be honest with your warm audience about what is going on in your life, because otherwise, you know, humans are very smart. We can tell when things are just not right, when things are off, and we wonder what is going on, right? When is she going to come clean and tell us what is really happening? We're very smart. We know. We know when there's something off. So it's okay to come and tell everybody, hey, this is what I've been going through, But it's also important for you to tell them how this impacts them, because our businesses are not our dear diary thing. Like this podcast is not just for me to come and tell you the ups and downs of my business, even though I know that that's a content type that people like to hear about. What's important to me is that if you are a coach and you go through this, that you know that I do too, that you are not crazy. I don't want to gaslight you. And make you feel like, oh, well, I feel like everything should be fine and perfect all the time. And that's like, no, that is just destructive. It's destructive for you to think that small businesses like mine have it all together all the time. It's simply not true. It's going to make you compare yourself to the completely wrong and impossible thing. And that is not going to serve you. So that is one reason why I think it's important that you know that I'm having these thoughts and I'm going through it. But I also think it's very important for you to know that I have a really big vision. I have a really big mission to help online coaches start to get clients right away without having to worry about the size of their audience and that I will be here five years from now. These are things that are important to me. These are things that I can't let waver Because I had a bad week, because I had a couple weeks that were tough, because I had a month that I didn't make any money. All of these things cannot dictate where I go from here. And I don't want them to dictate where you go either. So your vision and your mission still have to be very, very present. Now, the key to vulnerability is to understand what is vulnerability to you. For me, vulnerability is not crying in my car while going live and telling you about the horrible things that are happening in my life. That's not vulnerability to me. Vulnerability to me is to let you get to know me even if I don't think you would care. That's how I define vulnerability. So if I ever wonder, should I share this or should I not, I say, well, is that a way for people to get to know me and you just, you're just you doubting yourself because you don't think they would care? I think that people should get to know me. I think people should know what it is really like to run a small coaching business. I really think so. Otherwise, what are we comparing ourselves to? Amy Porterfield, we're not there yet. We will someday, but we're not there yet. Even Amy Porterfield went through all of this stuff when she was growing her business. So what are we going to do about it? So let's go back to what I said in the beginning that the right answer is. The right answer is that if you are a business and you have an audience to serve, your responsibility is to serve that audience. For me, since I do not have a team of 10 people cranking out content and newsletters that have nothing to do with my feelings, my feelings are going to seep into my content. But it's my job, my responsibility to make sure that when I do that, when I do share, it is for the purposes of serving that audience. And that's why I'm recording this. Not for you to commiserate with me, not for you to tell me, oh, you know, well, what a bummer. I'm sorry you were going through that. I appreciate the sentiment, but I mostly care about you finishing this episode and saying to yourself, if Ina can go through this and still have a six figure year, then so can I. If Ina can do this and she can still show up vulnerably and from a position of leadership to tell her audience what to do, then so can I. That's what I want you to get out of this because I want you to be here in five years. I want us all to be here in five years. So what do we do now? If you have been having a rough week, I want you to know nobody feels it more than me, but I want you to remember why you started this business in the first place, why you want to continue it, what your big goals are, retiring your husband, retiring yourself, having time and location freedom, quitting your job, making more money than you ever dreamed possible, helping People accomplish a certain goal because it will just make the world a better place. Remember your why. And remember that just because you had a bad week, a bad day, a bad month, a bad few hours, that should not dictate where you go from here. So what I want you to do right now, because I know that there's going to be some emotions, some thoughts coming out of this what I want you to do right now is go over to our Facebook group because I need you to know that there's a community out there for you. We are here for you. When things go right, when things go wrong, this is a place where you go and you post and you tell us, you guys, this is what's happening right now and need all the support that I can get and we will give it to you. So go to the Coaches, Helping Coaches Facebook group. Go to uh, theglobalphenomenon.com slash Facebook or click on the link in the show notes right here and I really hope to see you there. You know what I did? I actually posted about this episode In the Facebook group. It's a whole post that says, hey, new episode on this. And I want you to go to that post and put in the comments what you thought about this episode. Do you agree with it? Do you struggle with it? Do you have questions about how to show up vulnerably? Do you have questions about whether you should do it at all? How to get out of your funk? We will help you out. So go to the group, find this post. I'll put it in the featured section. So it's pinned to the top. You don't have to go searching for it. And let's have that conversation in the comments because we are here for you.